Welcome everyone to episode eight of the Looks Like a Movie podcast. My name's Kevin. I'm here with only Owen this time. Doug is not able to be here this week. So we're just going to do our little (laughs) Valentine's Day episode with the two of us. Kind of of like a little Valentine's Day cake. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, three's a gonna, crowd, so. yeah exactly <laughs> we're gonna talk about the new magic mike movie magic mike's last dance and probably maybe sprinkle in a little bit of discussion about the the first two movies and then we're also gonna do a quick little segment where we talk about some romantic movies with leads that have good chemistry and then we're gonna do a little like movie draft of sorts you could call it we're going to each build uh, a romantic movie um but we'll get to that later in the episode uh share the episode like comment subscribe if you're on youtube and we can start with magic mike's last dance um for people who aren't familiar with the magic mike movies i mean there's already like a large perception of what the magic mike movies are about (laughs) um at least based on how they're advertised. Uh, I'm not going to get into like a, a summary of, of each of the movies, but they're, we're going to get into spoilers. So just that's that's the little warning. Yeah. Um, spoilers for Magic Mike. Yeah, spoilers <laughs> for, for all the Magic Mike movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, the third movie takes place when Channing Tatum's character, Magic Mike, is retired from stripping. And he meets some, yeah, he meets Sama Hayek's character, and she's like this very wealthy person from London. And she asks him to come with her to London and reveals that she wants him to direct for like a big theater, like direct yeah. a performance for the stage and put a whole team of dancers together. Yeah. Um let's start with rating. I think we do we have the same rating for this movie? So I, I actually I dropped my rating. Um okay. <laughs> I originally did have it at four stars. But then, like, um, I, it did go down to a three and a half for me. But I do really enjoy this movie. Yeah, um, mine. Yeah, so mine's still a four star. I don't know. But the more I think, I now that I've sat on it a little bit, it's like I, I think I've been contemplating more of the negatives than the positives, and it makes me want to lower it a little bit. But I'm yeah, not well, like, I don't for know. Me, There's still it was a lot more of stuff like I, I, I have all the Magic Mike movies at three and a half, and yeah. I felt more comfortable with having it just like. I like all these like the same kind of amount because it was more of like yeah I probably like this more than the other ones because it's like I saw this one in theaters and it was a lot of fun yeah and like I kind of yeah. have more connection to this movie but it's like I don't really like yeah there's some flaws to it but I do think this movie is a lot better than some people are giving it credit for yeah um, I mean people are yeah, a lot people of fun hating on it but to be fair it's like I want to say people are hating on it but then I look at it and I'm like the reviews aren't and all that different than they well, are. It's with interesting. The first two yeah, movies. it is interesting. And the first two movies have kind of been like, you know, because like, everyone talks like very, really yeah, <laughs> everyone talks very highly about the second one, and yeah. then it seems like there's this kind of like, oh, the third one's kind of not as good. But on Letterbox, it's like the second one has a three point two. I think the third one has like a three. So it's like it's the not first that one. Far I think, like the first one has a three as well. So it's like some like these uh the average guys like magic mike is the greatest thing yeah the the perception is like oh they're 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 okay yeah no that's true i we'll we'll start with stuff we like i will say that i think i think we're kind of on opposite ends because this is your favorite of the three and i think this is my least favorite of the magic yeah um so we definitely need to talk about that but um (laughs) just starting with things that we like of course i think the one, the one thing that we're definitely in agreement about is is how the movie's shot, right? Because that's yeah, the no, thing that you. It's, it's really pretty. That There's um. 
there's a really death. great there's a really great moment with uh Salma Hayek and Channing Tatum and they're in the back of the car and there's these like yeah. blue lights on their face and then there's obviously yeah. like, the last like 20 whatever minutes I think there's like some really great stuff when they're dancing and it's just I think it's a really like Soderbergh's obviously um I talked about this kind of in my review but I think he's he shoots movies interestingly because um you'll have like a lot of directors or i guess because he's both the cinematographer and the director we'll have a lot of like um very like distinct stylized like kind of things that kind of pop out with a lot of people but i think the way soderbergh works is very precise and yeah. like he works like, like in a clean kind of manner where he knows what he's doing and he knows what everything's supposed to be but it's not anything that's going to pop out of you he kind of lets the yeah. um the actual action on screen do the popping um yeah so he he sets up everything in a way that the dancing can do the kind of show aspect because I honestly I think if like you had something like Baz Luhrmann who was kind of the opposite on that spectrum it could have been like a lot it's it maybe like too much yeah um, yeah that makes sense so I I do think I I really like the way Soderbergh shoots the movie yeah and I think we've had like conversations recently about like cinematography in general and how people kind of care a lot about like these really like pretty moments and like that's kind of what they equate with it you know what i mean where it's just yeah. like a gorgeous like landscape and stuff and it's like that kind of like i feel like soderbergh kind of like with with all the magic mike movies kind of like proves like that cinematography is more than that because oh, yeah. you see camera moves in his well, movies i've i've already heard a couple people talk about how like they're like yeah the, the cinematography and the magic mike movies are just like okay and I think a lot of that comes from it just not being as in your face. I think it's it's really good, but it's it's subtle. It's a subtle yeah. Because there's no real subtle. like there's no even when you think about it. When you think of like th this is something I noticed about all the movies is like they're they're kind of like small for how big the stakes feel within like like when you think of like the world of like adult entertainment kind of thing, and you think like oh we're gonna make this like grand movie about male strippers you would think they take place on like this this grand stage and then like when you look at the third movie for example it's like i i get that they hype up the theater as this yeah, you yeah. know like big venue or whatever and it probably is a big venue but like it doesn't feel like huge you know what i mean like there's not a ton well of, i like, was so i was surprised movie. to know that this movie has like a 40 million dollar budget yeah, because I'm the, so uh, curious. The first one. two, the first two are like I think the first one's like seven million, and yeah. the second one's like fifteen, and yeah. I really don't know because like it's in, uh, yeah, so I don't really know where the the money went with there. I know you're in like London and you're in all these locations. Yeah, um, there are, which, there are a lot of yeah. There's a, there's a number of shots that are like kind of like 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 all the London things is definitely because travel expenses too, like filming between two different locations. I'd imagine. Yeah. I don't. I know mean, that. yeah, I don't know the. The money, but like it's interesting because I think when you talk about how this is about these movies are about male entertainers, and I think if you, I think it's very interesting the way they make these movies because I think you a lot of people making movies about like strippers, you would have like these kind of like, um, very like LSD kind of moments with all these lights and like everything. I feel like it would just be like, I think the way they shoot Magic Mike is very grounded. And it's like yeah. there's this like the humanizing thing of it. Like it's just you're you're. It's so it's, I don't know. It's shot in this way that makes it like 
just like the everyday kind of thing. No, the other thing I really want to talk about is the, which kind of goes along with the cinematography, I guess, is the dance sequences because there's like a number of, I think, I think the one I want to start with, the obvious one is that I think the sequence with all of the water and the rain and stuff is out of all three of the movies, the best, the best. dance in any mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Because, like, when you're thinking about <laughs> it, and this is going back to like what I was saying about like how grand it is, and you mentioned the budget, it's like the end of the second movie you would think would be more expensive than the end of the third one because the end of the second movie is like a bunch of stuff going on and there's like a real crowd like they're like you know what i mean yeah. like that one it feels a lot lot i like um, um i like how the end of the third one is shot a lot because uh most of the time you're not even looking at the people dancing or you're getting a lot of like reaction you're just like kind of watching people watch and it, those are really yeah. interesting i really liked um, that like yeah, it kind of ties you, into the it kind of ties into the themes of the movie. Like I mean, all of them really. Like yeah, right. all the movies do a really good job, kind of talking about like empowerment and and like just framing what what the movies are about in a way that like really welcomes an entire audience of people. Like these movies are kind of for everybody in a way, yeah. um, and like a really wholesome way, kind of. And <laughs> like yeah, the third one, just like seeing all these people enjoy this thing that is like so fun mm-hmm. and especially like the little like I don't, I don't i guess they were like kind of they were put into the movie like pretty pretty loudly but there's like there's like loud cheers in the, in the movie <laughs> yeah, yeah, going yeah. On, you know what yeah. i mean like it's no, like no, no. it was going through the speakers because i like i always sit on the edge of the theater so like yeah. when it's going through the speakers and i heard these cheers it literally felt <laughs> like i was like in a full theater of yeah, people yeah. And, I don't and there were like four of us watching that <laughs> yeah. it was like they were so loud and it's like I, I wish i got to see it in a theater full of people but mm-hmm. um nothing yeah. you can do about that i don't know people people need to go watch magic mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah that like like third scene in the rain i'm like bro this is so it's just like it reminds me a lot of like i don't know that i was talking i mean i've i've talked about it already with like all the movies that they kind of like feel like just like adult rated like step up movies <laughs> yeah yeah and, and of course like step up has these really like intricate um dance sequences and stuff like that but they they don't have as many like like intimate ones and i love like that that was like this really like it's like actually i mean i'm not obviously dances art but like and and i'm not saying it's not really step up movies but it's like this really like beautiful like storytelling moment the way they like have this like perform like it was just like i want to cry no the uh the i mean especially in that end sequence i think it's such an um a, an emotional moment because you don't Channing Tatum the whole movie really he dances like one time you get that dance mm-hmm. at the beginning and then you don't you don't know if he's gonna you know you know he's gonna dance but you don't know he's gonna dance like you yeah. like you're like he has yeah. to dance but like he's like no no I'm not I'm not dancing to my thing and then he you yeah. go through all the other things and he comes out and it's like the big kind of moment there to kind of cap off the trilogy um and, and it's beautiful um I think it's great it's a great scene no yeah i agree and i also i like the i like the dance because i i know you mentioned that you like it too the one the one that happens in the beginning of the movie yeah um, no that one's I really i think that's shot in like a really interesting way um especially like just the way they use the, the room and the way they, they move around the room yeah. mm-hmm. um what else do we want to talk about oh uh, the other um thing that i see this is this is what i'm kind of iffy about because there's like I have like a like and dislike pairing kind of 
Because okay. I think I think that Channing Tatum and Salma Hayek have really good chemistry with each other, but it's not used the right way because I don't think that the romance, like actually on paper, is is like written the way I would have. Yeah, I don't think I don't think their romance is like that great. I yeah. like the I like the little like found family kind of thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, thought that the well. the butler guy and the daughter, I think they're really yeah. cute. I I don't know. I kind of liked those characters. I feel like those yeah. people, like, because I know a lot of people talk about how they like they miss the boys and they miss that whole aspect. And obviously, yeah. but I think I think it's very interesting because I think in every Magic Mike, it's a totally different kind of vibe. Like with the the like the story is so yeah. different. Um, and I think this was an interesting detour to kind of see uh mike on his own really out in the wild again yeah Um, not to mention like you're talking about like when you think about the the second movie and what makes the second movie work so much it's like these like friendships that he shares with everybody right mm -hmm. but a big thing from the very beginning of the first magic mike movie is like this idea of like growing up and making a life for yourself and at some point like that story has to end with like him growing up and yeah. like that's what the third like the third movie yeah is i know well, it was like it was like it was always like he was like you know? yeah i'm doing the, i'm doing this the stripping thing but like you know i it's all yeah, i want to exactly. be doing forever and it was just like yeah. he's finally kind of getting like found his kind of and like an actual family yeah, yeah. Just like just like hanging with his friends and i, I think i think i thought it was really fun <laughs> to see him like work with these dancers and kind of be in this kind of mentor role yeah um, i think it's, and yeah i, I, I do think it's interesting because you really don't get to meet any of these dancers yeah um, which you never spend time with them which i it's not necessarily like a positive but it is interesting because I, yeah. I, I, it's like you would you would wish you would get more with them um it's probably yeah. like one of the negatives i guess but it's also like i think it, they don't really matter <laughs> interesting it's well like, okay here's the here's the reason why i think that's a negative to me yeah is because i think i think a the lot of what it boils, i think a lot of what it boils down to mm-hmm. is if the if the romance isn't gonna work like as it's written and yeah. other stuff has to work and it's like the found family stuff like you said is like really yeah. good i actually thought that the the whole thing with the daughter would be like very interesting if i cared as much about the couple you know because like there's some cute little moments between him and the daughter and i'm like oh they like like there's like a like a clear like little bond there but it's like you need to like if it's a found family kind of thing then you need to care about yeah no i yeah i mean i wish i would you would obviously you'd want the romance to be probably better but i think it is interesting because i feel like um i think if we got too much time with the like other dancers i feel like it would have felt too much like to it would have been like trying to recreate something yeah that we already did yeah. I so i think it is it, so yeah one. you i think i think you would if in like a perfect a perfect version of this the romance part would be like better but i yeah. don't think we needed to like just get to know new guys yeah well, that's, the, was... that's the thing i think i think there's i i think i can agree with that like i think yeah. we could do without getting to know them especially because of how much we like the guys from the second one yeah but like yeah. we don't need a re- but, re- yeah exactly and it's hard replace to replace them, them. Yeah, yeah but like but uh yeah that's the thing with the romance and the way it's executed it just feels like there was like 
I think it had like the right beats at like like on both ends of it where it's like the romance starts in a way that I think is very interesting. I think that's like I think the setup and the opening scene and the way that they meet is very like good setup for like the type mm-hmm. of romantic movie that I would enjoy. I like and how I we're think, just we jump right into it. Yeah, you exactly. Know, like, I like that. It's very like it's kind of like it's kind of like the meat cue, except it's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. really a meat cue. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it is a meat cue, but it's just like a a different kind of meat cute, I guess. Um and then and then of course you get the ending. And I think that the ending works because of their chemistry. Like that's the part I like where it's like I I buy the ending and I want them together because like yeah. on the screen together they look good. I just wish the stuff in the middle made me care about them because mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much like I feel like there's so much other stuff going on that doesn't really like help them build their relationship at yeah. all because it's like I I think I think for example her relationship with her soon to be ex-husband yeah all that it, stuff is kind of yeah and it's like it's <laughs> it matters because it ties into what the message of the movie is supposed yeah. to be like this idea of like empowerment and making women feel empowered like you kind of need that relationship to exist yeah but the way that it's executed just feels like it's so like off to the side it's like there's the moment in the first one where it's Channing tatum and i forget the girl in the first one but they're on the beach and they're they're walking and they're just talking and they're having a conversation on the beach yeah they need like a moment like that in the middle where they just kind of everything kind of slows down and you kind of just get some dialogue between the two of them um, yeah. And if like it just felt like a little extra in the middle to kind of build up this kind of relationship because it was like a lot of it was just like oh they're just like you know it's like oh because it was like there was never really together I guess it was yeah. always just like it was like oh they're working on this project oh okay yeah but they're not actually doing it yeah exactly yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no like there's no real moments where like you see them like like bonding by the way her name is Cody Horn um, oh, yeah. but yeah. anyway um yeah like there's no there's no real moments where you see like yeah. like that kind of like like we you never to, like, we never needed fuck. to see the ex husband yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i'm I'm like you could you could explain that and and why it matters because that's what they do in the other movies too like you know what i mean like for example when you look at like um uh what's it called the the second movie with uh what's her name's character why can't i can't think of her name right now um jada pinkett smith jada pinkett smith's character when he goes to like visit them in the mansion like there's a whole lot of explanation there about like what their relationship used to be like in the past you know what i mean so it's like you don't really and that explanation works and like her character makes makes sense in that scene and it's like you could have just explained salma hayek's situation to us and we would understand it like i don't know and you could yeah no i think there was there's like there's like little stuff like that i think could be reworked but i overall i think this is like I feel like we've kind of been like just honing on like the negative stuff, but I think this movie's yeah. really fun. And I, I think, think the it, comedy is really fun. Yeah, I think no, this it's one fun. is like it's, very, very packed full of like good jokes, I would say, which yeah. I, they all are really, but yeah, yeah. But I know I, I had a blast. I, I think yeah. the ending is really great. I think it's paced well. I, I, I mean, obviously, like we were talking about yeah. like things that we didn't like and could, we could remove, but I think it goes by like fast. Um, yeah. And yeah, well, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. I feel like like there's a lot of like, mm-hmm. well, that's the thing. It's like the we we mentioned that like some of the stuff going on isn't necessary, but also all the stuff going on makes the movie work pretty quickly. Like there's mm-hmm. not. I was never really yeah. bored. 
Um, the only other, like, I hate to keep going with the negatives, but like the only other thing that I, that I really, I I don't have like, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty honed in on like those specific negatives, but it's like, they're not, they don't weigh down the movie enough for me. The only one that kind of weighs down the movie is like, and I think I mentioned this to you already is that it just kind of like lacks the subtlety of the first two movies, because I think there's something really special about how the first two movies in the in the series are like super political movies yeah um and they they like are very like almost radical even with like their ideas but they don't ever really like tell the audience yeah. that the that they have these radical ideas like you just kind of like feel it like for example because that's like that's like something i really liked about the second one and that i mentioned in my review was that like the movie is for is for people of all identities and and that's like a really empowering thing to present in a movie but it, the movie never has to say like you know like like this is yeah, a movie yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for these people it's just like it just presents all these different groups of people to you in a way where it's like when people watch it they're like oh this movie is for me <laughs> you know and like that's like that's a really cool thing and i feel like this movie it, like it just i don't know the way that it tries to tell you that it's a movie about empowering women and stuff and it just yeah and like, no it is it is definitely whole, like, on the narration on the... going on with the daughter like did you yeah the it was do you not like the, um, the daughter narration well no it's like i don't i, I wouldn't because that was it was interesting it like it was like that was definitely an interesting choice to have yeah. the daughter narrate the movie like what she's what what the actual words she's speaking are interesting i'm not saying it's like a complete negative yeah. but i just think it like pairs with all this other like kind of like explanation stuff and i'm just like i don't think these movies need explanation i think there's kind of something special about how the first two were executed because even yeah. when the first two like even when the first two explain stuff it's always in this like super it's just always done in a way that makes so much sense like jada pinkett smith's character in the second one she you know like she kind of spells out a lot of these like themes but she does it by like like she does it through the dialogue when she's presenting the dancers and stuff and like setting the tone for like this big act that they're doing and it like you can buy into it because it because she would just say that naturally in the show like in in the show that they're doing so it just like doesn't feel out of place and i feel like the explanation in this movie just kind of like feels out of place and i'm like i wish it was like a little more like (laughs) i wish it didn't do that because then i would then i would probably think a little more highly of it but it's not like the the end of the world i just like that's kind of something i really appreciate that that's what makes the second one my favorite and Mm -hmm. and that's like something i wish they stayed committed to yeah um but nothing you can do about that (laughs) yeah yeah you know i just i I keep thinking about how like this is like even though you're like you're in location the location again this going back to like this the budget is really interesting because like it's just i don't know if it's again you're in london but it it still feels very small scaled um yeah uh but i don't know yeah it's also like with like especially like with the like i think too it feels massive and you have all these like cameos, and you have it's like a, yeah cameos. You have, characters coming, well. in, you have come, characters coming in and out, and here you have like you have Salma Hayek and Shannon Tatum, but like everyone else is kind of unknown. You're uh, yeah. you know you're working in this theater most of the time. It's yeah, it, does, it, it, it does feels feel it, like it, it is kind of very thing. grounded. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think I think my big takeaway is for me at least that it 
just doesn't like stack up with the first two movies. But I think that at the same time, it's not as bad as everybody else is saying. So I think it just ends up being like, like yeah, a, no, I, I a perfectly, it ends up being a perfectly fine movie. Like to me, I'm like, <laughs> this is a good yeah. movie. Whereas like, I think the first two movies are, are great movies. And really I'd say the second movie is a perfect yeah. movie, but that's, um, <laughs> that's maybe a high price yeah. compared to what's No, I, I mean, no, I think they're all really good. I, um, I think it's, it's an interesting trilogy. And I'd like to see Chang Tatum do more stuff because I think, like, yeah, I'm on board with he's that. He's not in, like, I don't know, like, this is kind of like some of the best stuff he's in. Uh, yeah. And he, I kind of, I don't know, because I, I, I think Soderbergh's really interesting to work with. And I'd like to see him work with more interesting directors. Yeah, because Channing Tatum is like, and I've said this about Channing Tatum before, and I think this works well in specifically the the second magic mic because of the fact that it's like about friendship and just like these guys hanging out but just yeah. the magic mic movies in general like he, he's uh he's a very like one he's hilarious i think he's genuinely like well, he's the really funny he, he's the only funny part and, about bullet train yeah true <laughs> <laughs> but like but yeah he's he's funny and he like because he's so funny he has like that charisma about him where you're just like this is like a guy that i want to like root for and stuff and i just feel yeah. like he needs to i don't know i'm i'm totally cool with him like i love like the jump street movies for example and i'm like he could have fun doing movies like that yeah. all day but like he's i don't know i feel like he has appeal for like movies like this where it's like you can teeter the line a little bit more between serious and funny and Channing Tatum works because he's yeah. like a charismatic lead who you actually care about in a drama but he like is funny enough to to like for you to have yeah. a good time while you're watching it um so I don't know Channing Tatum should be in more movies that's yeah. that's definitely yeah that's the that's his takeaway from that <laughs> and I mean I don't know I'd like to see I, I yeah I, I'd like to see him and Sama Hayek in a romance that's like actually made to be a romance because i think the best parts about this movie are yeah are not to the actual romantic story yeah that's um, i mean you know but there's nothing you can do about that um, what are you what are you gonna do what are you... <laughs> anyway um yeah anything else you want to say about magic mike so do you think we will ever see any more of anything magic mike related or do you think that's I... it because it is you know that you say last dance you say last dance yeah but you know who knows and to be fair xxl felt also like yeah i mean it's like a one-off sequel i I think i think it's not doing well at the box office though yeah Uh, i think i think it's struggling i think i i I would i would say that is done but it's interesting it would be interesting because i mean there's always more to yeah i don't like see the thing is and again that's also just like you can't really yeah. you can't you can't really weigh it this way um because it's like even my opinion doesn't really like align with the consensus but typically i feel like if a franchise is gotta go out on top going, like going it, it, in a downward oh, direction yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not yeah. a good idea to add more movies and You're probably like, not no. make no, it yeah more. i i think i'd like them to end it here I just I feel yeah. like it's it, I don't know, it's I a think, big it's a franchise man they gotta melt yeah. it. Yeah, uh, I think that's, that's the thing. I'd is like, like I'd like Tatum and I'd like Soderbergh to make more different things. Like I'd like them to move yeah. on and do other stuff. I'd love to see them working I, together again. Yeah, um, I think I think something else different. The thing about Magic Mike and this is like you already mentioned this before, but it's like all these movies are are distinctly different. 
And I think so many people care about the relationship between the main group of guys in the first two yeah. movies. Yeah, and, I think that's a lot of people. I think a lot of people t- are not going to like three as much because they just yeah. want two again. Yeah, but it's like and when it, you, if you were to make more Magic Mikes, yeah, then like, are you going to go back to that? <laughs> yeah, group it's of just guys? Like, because then it's make, like you're make two point five. Like, yeah then you're just like i just feel like it changes yeah. I, I just don't think there's like a scenario in which another magic mike movie would make sense but it sucks yeah. because i i do <laughs> i do like two so much but it's also like and i'd yeah. like to see another movie that's just like two but it's like what's the point kind yeah, of exactly you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? like i might if if i want that i could just go watch the second yeah one. just go rewatch two yeah um, that's the thing. yeah that's so if that's you want to watch two again just go rewatch two if you yeah. want something new then go see three yeah but oh and also of course anybody who hasn't seen any of the magic mike movies yeah it's like one no but the one thing i want to say about magic mike in terms of like recommending it to people mm-hmm. is that i think if you haven't watched the magic mike movies there's a perception because of how it's been marketed that this is one a movie that is like <laughs> exclusively for women and two that these movies are like dumb and like don't have anything to offer kind of thing where it's like these are just movies about male strippers and like they don't have any greater purpose and it's like these movies are actually like very full of like and even the like when you look at the first magic bike movie it's like this is literally like a very serious drama about like the recession and a number of like other like really like heavy ish topics and like it's marketed as like, oh, this is just a movie where people are gonna like have fun watching a bunch of strippers. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. These movies aren't really about stripping. The dancing itself looks amazing in the movies, but that is like yeah. only a fraction. Of no, I think. Oh, I think that's why. I think three is really interesting because it's like the almost the least about stripping. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's really more about the the people, yeah. um, which I think yeah. is interesting. But it's like also it's like I feel like, um, if anyone like actually like is like into movies at this point, like it's like it's kind of obvious like you just look at like who is making this movie it is like mm-hmm. steven soderbergh is like one of our best working directors right now and he's making he's made the like he's worked on three of these like obviously it's more than just like this yeah. just you know whatever like there's just more yeah. to it than uh just a random ass movie that would be about stripping <laughs> like yeah, i don't like know <laughs> like it's this is like a real fucking movie yeah exactly um so yeah that's that's the takeaway people should watch magic mike and we need more tanny tatum movies (laughs) um okay yeah let's let's get on to the um romantic movies with good chemistry topic because we already talked about tanny tatum and salma hayek um but there's definitely a number of like romantic movies that i at least think have um better like better chemistry and also within the constraints of a better romantic story um i will say a lot of my favorite romances are movies that owen has not seen <laughs> um, so let's let's start yeah. with your movie because your movie is one that oh I okay seen. yeah um, no i was gonna I, I i like um like set it up from 2018 with zoe deutsch and glenn powell a lot mm-hmm. um it's like it's kind of just like just your your average kind of rom-com kind of thing but i think it is really elevated by their chemistry because like the plot isn't really um anything crazy it's basically they're both working as since assistants to yeah they're like like higher ups 
Yeah. And, and they, they kind of like hook them up with each other. Yeah, right? they try to hook up the, the higher-ups and then they end up um, falling for falling each other for while yeah. they try to... Yeah, so it's like, it's you know, it's a very simple, like, average cheesy rom-com, but I think their, um, their chemistry elevates the movie a lot and I think I'd love to see them in, like, anything. You know, yeah. you see... I think Glenn Powell and Zoe Deutsch are really great. Um, yeah, Zoe Deutsch kind of has a has a knack for like having good chemistry with people. I feel like yeah, no, she's. I feel she's like phenomenal. she's like a very like likable. Um, well, like within the like within like the romance genre, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously within anything, but like, but I do think that when yeah. she's like a romantic lead in something, it's very like like she can elevate a lot of movies that are like, you know, pretty average. Like when I look at some of her filmography, and I'm like, there's a lot of there's a lot of movies in here that like aren't really anything that special. But I do like yeah. I do buy her with like some of the people that she's involved yeah no like i don't i don't think the outfit's that great but i think she's fun in that um yeah even like i hate to say it because i i I don't even to be fair her character in zombie land double tap is hilarious i mean she's really funny um but no why him yeah why him like that's like wait james yeah i mean let's not talk about it um, let's not talk about James <laughs> Franco. <laughs> no, but she's um, good in that. Yeah, no, she is. Even Dirty Grandpa. Really Dirty Grandpa with um, Zach Efron. Like, uh, yeah, she no. Has, she everybody really wants some. She's not in that much, that much. Like, she's kind of like a small, but I think she's really good and everybody wants some. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't um, say she's a small character and everybody yeah. wants some. It's kind of like an important. I mean, yeah, she's just a supporting, I guess. Yeah. Because um, that's not another one. You, have you seen Not Okay? You've seen Not Okay, right? I'm I have seen that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that movie's um, not that good. <laughs> oh, you watched it? Oh yeah. I, I didn't know that you. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I've seen not okay. I've seen not okay three times. There's no way that's. I only seen it once. I, thought, no, I like uh, not okay. I like not okay because of Mia Isaac, but I don't really like anybody uh, else. I thought Mia really was really good at that movie. Yeah, she's good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I like. I do it. It's good. But I, I think she's friend of the pod. Okay, <laughs> she's kind of built for like romance stuff, and I feel like Glenn Powell kind of like has that has that like like charm about him, and it's kind of like set it up kind of the movie that like that shows that off. I think because like everybody wants some is is more of like him just like yeah. Not, well, he's also of, not like the main focus. Or he wants him. So. Yeah, but it's also just him being like a little bit of an asshole. Yeah, um, yeah he's way, way more. But... He's 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 a, he's a completely different guy in the set it up yeah and i haven't really seen like i think set it up is really the only movie where he gets to gets to like be a, a romantic lead i think as at least out of the ones yeah, that i've seen, seen a lot of his stuff um, um i've seen i've seen eight of his movies and i yeah I, that's the only one i've seen with him as a romantic lead and i think he like he kind of talk to the maverick a little bit with tom cruise yeah, uh, and Tom Cruise have a thing. I don't. That's probably the best part of that movie. I. I don't yeah, know. he's no. I mean, he's. I I like him in Top Gun Maverick. I like that Top Gun Maverick put him in like the public eye, kind of where it's like people know who this. Well, guy yeah, is. he did. He did two. He did two. Um, flying whatever movies last year. Yeah, he did Devotion and Top Gun Maverick. That's an interesting um, like career decision. To yeah. be like. I'm gonna like, fly. Yeah, it's, 
It's like, okay, Glenn. Like, <laughs> no, but I, I remember like distinctly seeing Set It Up when it came out on Netflix. And I don't remember all that much about the movie, but I that was very much in like my... Like, I was still... It's it's interesting because I have like eras with romance, I feel like. And I think for the past couple of years, I like forgot how much I like romances. And then over the past couple of months, I reminded myself like, oh, this yeah. is maybe my favorite genre. Like I love yeah. like I love watching romantic stuff. Um and and set it up was like a very at least when it came out and I saw it, it felt like a very like fun example. Cause I think Yeah, no, it's it's like it's something really, like and crazy, but I think it's just like a it's a really solid rom com that has yeah. great chemistry and has two great actors in the, the lead roles. Yeah. Um, um, and I want I wish, yeah. honestly, because you have set it up, uh, like, the, the setup kind of is this, like, there's two romance things going on at the same time. I wish the other two, like, you actually cared about a little more. Oh, the bosses? Like, the bosses are like, I don't give a shit about either of these dudes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it was like, it was almost like two rom-coms at once like you're like oh i love all of these people but it's like lucy Liu and and hey yeah. Diggs well, she's and an like, awesome she i love her yeah in no, general. i do i, I just, like it her, was like, like, in the movie. like yeah it's like yeah. I, they they write their they write the um the bosses as such assholes but it's not even like that but it's like i wish i cared about them just a little more because yeah. like, i only want to see zoe deutsch and glenn powell at this point I, I don't show me any of the yeah. other people in this movie <laughs> Kind of a testament to how good their chemistry is yeah, yeah i mean but it's also that's kind of like a writing decision it's like you have to you have to do it. i don't know i guess yeah. I, I i feel like i remember that i ended up like karen isn't the ending like a happy ending for the bosses oh, i don't remember but it's like it's <laughs> almost like it's almost like i wish they just took zoe deutsch glenn powell and did a different like trope or like set yeah. it up differently because like I feel like we don't set i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah it's like it's almost like i wish you just had these two meet and like have a rom-com instead of the other two people being involved yeah it's like so zoe yeah zoe I think it's almost like in, in structure it, yeah in structure it is like kind of it's the fault of the movie <laughs> yeah but it's just like the way the, the way the movie is like written is a negative <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um i wanna yeah i wanna talk about some of i'm, I'm just gonna yeah, list off a couple picks yeah. here because this is my this is my one time to talk about romance this is your this is time when doug is gone um, you can, you can... <laughs> <laughs> no but i i think you've seen at least one of these you have okay. seen 10 things i hate about you before right? yeah i have yeah, yeah i don't think you're that big of a fan but... no i like that movie oh do you i thought you gave it like a very negative rating no, it's like three stars, bro. Oh, okay. Well, that's like, yeah, that's a good Owen rating. I'll, I'll take it. Um, yeah, ten things I had about you. Oh, I love, my... I love Joe. I love yeah. Heath. It's uh, my, it's my favorite. Julia. Yeah, it's my Shut favorite up. movie ever. Um, <laughs> I've never liked a movie as much as Ten Things I Hate About You. I will never like a movie as much as Ten Things I Hate About You, and I think a large part in that is that like Heath Ledger and Heath? Julia Stiles could not be replaced in this movie like there is no other person that would make this movie as effective as those two leads like they're just like so and and part of it i think is that heath ledger has um like kind of what i was saying about zoe deutsch except i think like probably to the to the 10th degree because like Heath Ledger is one of those people for me where I'm like 
he could have chemistry with everybody like he is so charming and like so fit to be in these kinds of things that it's impossible to not like him with somebody but i think that julia styles is the perfect person to pair him with because her i actually like her character in the movie even more than heath ledger's character which oh, is crazy yeah. because heath ledger is like my favorite actor ever yeah but, it's a little um, crazy yeah but <laughs> like i mean it's not crazy but it's just like this people, guy you know what I mean? the, yeah he's the loony pills right like yeah. no it's just that like <laughs> it's just that like people like see heath ledger as like this grand like like actor yeah, and people don't him. typically talk about julia styles like that but it's like julia styles was was made to be in this movie and especially mm -hmm. because like when you talk about like romantic tropes and the way that this movie kind of like follows tropes and that the mm -hmm. fact that like they it's kind of like a like an enemies to lovers kind of thing or that's that's putting it loosely but it's just like they they don't like each other and then they end up liking yeah. each other and like she's so fit for that because she does such a good job playing this character who is like closed off and has like an attitude and stuff like that and he is just like the super charming like charismatic person despite the fact that you know like his character gets set up in the movie as someone who's like supposed to be terrifying but it turns out he's just like the nicest guy in the world <laughs> and he's like and he's like so fun and like pairing the two of them with each other is just like oh i mean it's just it's i don't want to talk about it forever because i yeah like, no you know. i i want to say that um it kind of like this movie is a perfect kind of example to bounce off with set it up because i think this movie does the 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 side character better because you have yeah. this like three you have this kind of triangle of three people instead of only two people and i don't care about anybody else i think joseph gordon levitt yeah. is so good in this movie as well and it's like yeah. oh i have a bunch of characters that i like instead of like set it up where you're just like i just want to see these two people and everyone else is like kind of annoying <laughs> i don't really care yeah. and it's like yeah i mean that's the thing about 10 things i hate about you as well is that it's there's not really a movie that's like you know less than two hours like a like a relatively short movie where there's just like so many characters that i love like i literally love every single character in this movie mm -hmm. and i think yeah. like everything going on and like when you think about chemistry it's like not only is joseph gordon levitt and larissa olenic um like they're good with each other as like the kind of like subplot i guess yeah. but there's like there's like chemistry going around in all the relationships yeah, the like, yeah. there's that there's that scene with heath ledger and joseph gordon levitt outside the party where like yeah, heath yeah. ledger like gives him this little like pep talk about like you know like being himself and like it's yeah. just like the sweetest moment ever and i'm like <laughs> they have they have as good as chemistry with each other as anybody in the movie like they're like i don't know the movie's just like full of it just like kind of like is full of charisma like it just like oozes like chemistry because i feel yeah. like everybody in the cast is just so in sync with each other with like they had like i don't know 10 things i had obviously like i'm biased because it's my favorite movie but like yeah. i just feel like i just feel like it is like it's this movie that has like a very clear like place in in like history even when you think of like rom-coms where it's like it executes exactly the way that that it was like meant to like it it because there's like vibes when it comes to rom-coms kind of you know what i mean where it's like you think of like the 2000s rom-coms and it's like yeah. rom -coms that come out today don't feel like movies from the 2000s for example and then like you look at 10 things i hate about you and it's just so it's so distinctly 10 things I hate about you. Like this movie just is so distinctly itself that like no other movie 
feels like 10 things I hate about you and you needed a cast that like is, uh, is no, yeah. No, yeah, this, that movie could have just been kind of a forgotten movie with a different cast for sure. Yeah, ac- absolutely. I mean, it's just, ugh, I love the things I hate about you. I won't, I won't ramble forever. The other, yeah, yeah. Um, the other ones I wanted to mention that I'm not going to like get into detail about our beginners, which is a romance that I think everybody yeah. should watch. It's one of my, favorite, one of my favorite movies ever. Um, Mike Mills is a legend. Um, and the reason why the chemistry is so good in that movie is not just because the two leads are amazing, but because Mike Mills writing is so good. He, he writes a romance in a way that is like so human that you have to care about the two leads because it's just like, Mike Mills's movies don't feel like movies. Like it feels like you're watching people in real life interact with each other and it's impossible to like not have good chemistry in that scenario. You know what I mean? Like obviously you could still have bad chemistry, but it's like when the movie is written for you to feel like such a real person and like this is such a real love story, then like of course you're going to buy into it, you know? And they're just like and then of course they pick like the two best people for it because um you know, yeah. yeah. Gregor's amazing in this. Melanie is it Melanie Laurent? I, I don't know. Uh, I can't. I can't pronounce French names, but that's that's as close as I'm gonna get. Um, but yeah, they're like perfect for each other. And then the other one that I want to mention is when Harry met Sally. Um, yeah. Just like I mean, when Harry met Sally is like the pinnacle like rom com. That's like, what they say. Like, yeah, I have not seen it. Yeah, that's what it's they the say. One, the one that like is you know what i mean like when people think rom-coms they think like when harry met sally like that's the one that kind of like i feel like has the the biggest place in history among like the genre um and it's just such a like they're just meg ryan and billy crystal are like made for each other in that movie and the ending makes me cry everybody should watch it it's like i hate to call stuff a classic but it's like that is the classic like when you think of like rom-coms it's like that's like the must watch rom-com i feel like that everybody needs to um be familiar with and and then the final thing i want to mention which is not a movie um but oh yeah 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 yeah, I need to talk about normal people. Um, normal people is the like pinnacle of romantic leads having chemistry with each other. Um, both uh, Daisy Edgar Jones and Paul Mescal like are there. There's no like. There's no better like connection between two romantic leads that I've seen on TV for sure, but probably also in film as well like granted it's a tv show so they have more time to like yeah grow that relationship Um, but there's just so much like when you think of like what makes good acting and and stuff like that there's so much like going on between them in the show that like is a it just just it's it's hard to like not buy into it because he it's not just like it's not just like oh this is like like the story that's being told makes this effective it's like no like you see paul mescal look at daisy edgar jones in ways that like completely like solidify why it's such a good romance because like you could just see through his eyes how much he's in love with it and and like they don't even need to use words to express that and it's just like normal people is maybe my favorite thing i've ever watched at all like ever it's it's the most perfect show um uh, granted this is a movie podcast of course but like it's it's literally 
it's one season like if you like yeah movies, hey it's on letterbox it counts uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you like movies you can sit through 12 episodes of one of the best shows ever made um and if you like romance then like normal people is is that granted you're gonna cry during every single episode um at least if you're like me i cry during every single episode but maybe some people are not as emotional as me but um but no it is like a super emotional show and there's so much like gorgeous like intimacy and love and like a lot of that comes down to the fact that paul mescal and daisy edgar jones are like made the same way i was saying like 10 things i hate about you had to be those two people like these are the two actors that had to be a normal people um yeah and it could be anybody else <laughs> really shout out baby bridges okay um... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to do that <laughs> But yeah, those are my those are my my picks for best chemistry, um, and we can we can move on to to drafting our own little yeah this is... romantic movie that hopefully would have good chemistry as well. But I guess that'll depend. Mine on, won't. That'll yeah. depend on who you pick. Oh. <laughs> okay, but here's how here's how it's gonna yeah. here's how it's gonna go down. We're gonna build a romantic movie, uh, and we have to pick build out a bear. of yeah <laughs> we have to pick out of a number of categories so what we are drafting is two lead actors three supporting actors for whatever roles they may be in a director for the movie a setting for the movie a romantic trope that is going to dictate the plot of the movie and a music artist to do the soundtrack <sighs> movie because everybody knows that uh, a good romantic movie needs to have a good uh soundtrack yeah. so um i i picked the order ahead of time i did a little okay yeah. a little thing here. so you're gonna have the first pick which means i get back-to-back -back picks in second okay are we we're just going straight like i can pick anything or am i going like my lead uh you could go in any order you want you just have to cross everything off the list at some point all right. Um, um, yeah, like I said, I don't think we're going to be stealing from each other too much. So really, yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. So I'm going to take Ellie Fanning as my late lead actress. Okay, interesting. Uh, Wait, is, like, her yeah. name, is her name Ellie? I thought it was. Ellie. I don't know. It could be both. Who knows? I think she's <laughs> phenomenal actress. That I don't know her name, but she's <laughs> she's great. I think she's great interesting okay so I that's, mean, we that's can, one of your yeah we can ask right? her next time she's on the podcast uh, <laughs> okay we can ask her but what do you say that's that's one of your leads though right yeah yeah that's my okay lead. okay so i'm gonna pick um i'm gonna pick both of my leads then since All i right. got that picks here i'm gonna go with hunter schaefer from oh, euphoria yeah. as one Great. of my leads and then my other lead is going to be somebody who I don't think you're familiar with at all, but um, no, Renee Rapp from The Sex Lives of College Girls, one of my favorite right. uh, shows. So those are my those are my two my two leads. Um, cool. We'll, we'll swing it back to you. Uh, yeah, uh, my other lead is going to be Will Poulter. Oh, interesting, because when I was putting my list together for people who I wanted in yeah. my supporting roles, I almost wrote Will Poulter down on my on my short list for supporting characters. Yeah, no, I um I kind of went back and forth. I, I you know, I think I could see Glenn Powell in this role as well. I kind of was thinking in that kind of realm. It'll make more sense when I kind of talk about my setting and stuff. But um yeah. 
uh yeah i kind of went to the people I, I i decided to go for someone that i kind of wouldn't talk about normally um mm -hmm. so i think will fortress will fortress be fun i think he'll be in a lot more stuff um coming up soon interesting yeah i like that pick a lot i and to be fair there's some i i know you haven't seen it um but the show dope sick um it's yep. like not a romantic show by any means it's a very like yeah, yeah. serious show about the opioid epidemic and it's it's very <laughs> okay it's yeah. very depressing but sure. will Poulter's character in the show is like there's i don't even want to call it a romance because it's like kind of not really a romance at all but there's there's things about like the way that he plays the character that in my head when i was watching it i was like oh i would i would like to see this guy in like a romantic movie yeah right? no i think he has the look i think he yeah I yeah think he'd be really oh he's fun. very attractive yeah <laughs> um okay yeah you get back to back picks so you get one more oh um, okay to, to um in there. i would like michael fassbender as one of my um supporting oh, because you know we have all the money in the world and i yeah. yeah, I think he will be great in the movie that I make. Yeah, um, um, that's um, that's a good pick. I'm interested to see what <laughs> what he would what, when, once we get the whole movie. Yeah, 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 together, yeah. I'm interested to see what the vision is. But yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so my next pick, I'm gonna skip supporting for now and go to director. I don't think you would take this director from me. No, but... I won't. Um, because your director is probably going to be somebody incredibly distinct, but I think there's one person in mind who, if I were writing this romance with these characters in mind and this vision, the person who needs to make it would be Greta Gerwig. Um, somewhat, you know, somewhat of a basic pick because yeah. she's very in the mainstream now. Um, but Greta Gerwig. Oh no, yeah, I mean, she's, she's the when, when you have when you can pick from literally anybody, I think it is like. It's like, oh, yeah. this feels like cheating almost. But I mean, yeah, there was a close second. Um, I yeah. I was really uh, thinking, and I'm only going to say it now because I know that this is not the director you have in mind <laughs> at all. Okay. Um, but I was thinking for a second about uh, John Chu because John Chu made Step Up Three, my favorite. Oh, of the Step oh okay, okay. <laughs> Shout out, John. Made, he also made a couple years ago Crazy Rich Asians, which I think oh, is like, yeah um when you're thinking because you mentioned like these movies we're envisioning would be like we don't have any budget like we're just making the biggest movie yeah. we could possibly make and crazy rich Asian just is a is a huge movie i feel like john chu could do like really well with yeah. romance on a big budget so um but greta gerwig's my pick uh and oh and i get back to back another, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right okay so i will take one of my supporting actors then and I feel like this is, uh, you know what? I'm actually kind of torn on who to pick here because I, I have, I had four actors written down for supporting, and I'm only going to pick three of them, of course. Um, but I'm gonna start with Maud Apatow. I another that euphoria, another euphoria actor. I know that, that it's like I'm. Yeah, I'm really picking picking Euphoria characters here, but it's like the the reason why I'm picking Maud is because I was contemplating Maud Apatow to be the lead in my romance because I think that she and Euphoria she like clearly proved that like she's built to be in a romance, but I 
I think that the vision I have for this movie, this this hypothetical movie, um, includes kind of like 10 Things I Hate About You, more than one romance going on, possibly. Um, so I still feel comfortable taking her. So Maud's going to be my my next pick. Right. Um, for my movie, it'll be directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, <laughs> interesting. I think he has shown to work um, on like really brilliant stuff that is centered around um, love and romance. And I think for my project that is kind of feels very large scale and epic um, based, I think Paul Thomas Anderson is like the right guy to helm that. Interesting. This is, I feel like our <laughs> movies are going to be distinctly different. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like far from each other. Uh, okay. What's your other pick then? You got, you got another one. Yeah. So we're sending uh, this in ancient Greece. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That is not what, that is so different from what my, <laughs> from what my setting is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. Okay. I, and I really was not expecting that. I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be modern day or something. No, no. A, we don't, we don't play. That, that's a twist. Okay. <laughs> okay. My, my next back to back picks then are going to be, uh, two more supporting characters and uh, one of them is going to be Riz Ahmed. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking, yeah. I, was, I was looking at a list between a couple of actors. And I was like, I just feel like I need Riz Ahmed in here. Um, it just, the, the vision I had was, was perfect for him. And then the other person who I have already mentioned just a couple of minutes ago uh, of course, is Paul Meskel. Put him in all oh, the <laughs> Put Paul in everything, yeah. He's just going to yeah, sit around. Literally, the, the Paul train keeps going. Um, <laughs> we, need, we need him yeah. as many people as possible. That is, yeah, that's so what you can do when you have a limit, limited money there. Just <laughs> yeah, Paul Meskel right. in the background. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, you, that's, you did yeah, too. Yeah, you get your back-to-back picks now. So, yeah. my trope is going to be Forbidden Love um Ooh, we're, we're, okay yeah no this well, that kind of makes sense with your setting no yeah too. yeah no we're in we're in ancient greece we're romeo and juliet in this bitch um yeah, and man. i'm gonna bring in wyatt russell as another one of my oh i love wyatt russell <laughs> yeah he's Damn, gonna be another one i'm supporting okay, interesting this. okay so my next pick then is going to be for setting mine is going to be in the modern day but my setting is going to be a road trip movie so the yeah, setting okay. is going to be all across the united states um and then i'll pair that with my trope which I'm really torn on two tropes here, but I'm going to lean in one direction. And that With Harry Styles. Is... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to, um, I'm going to do friends to lovers. It's going to be a, it's going to start off as a friend road trip and end mm -hmm. as a lover's road trip. Um, yeah. That's, that's my plan. So Have you seen my... that? What's that one with Jack Quaid where he's, um, he's like um, going on his weddings. That one's fun. Huh. I'm I talking have about? to look that up. I, that one's I fun. It's a fun little romance. They're like, she's like going, she has like all these weddings that she has to go on because all her friends are getting married and she needs like a plus one. 
Oh, it's called plus one, literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That one's fun. I don't know. I just thought oh, of that. it's 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 on my watch list. Interesting. I don't even realize. Uh, that. yeah. So I'm going Rachel Wise or Weiss, Ooh. whatever, for another supporting role. Um, and then I think all I have to do is my music, and I think so. We're having uh, Elliot Smith as my soundtrack stuff. Oh, of course. Because uh, it's gonna be Elliot. depressing yeah. and. Yeah, no, it, I, I think that's my little perfect little ancient Greece yeah. tragedy Shakespearean thing. Um, I, I have a number of options. My last pick is, yeah, I believe that crosses off everything for me. I just need a soundtrack, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, okay, because I picked everybody, right, okay. Um, I had a number of picks for soundtrack in mind. Obviously, there's a yeah. there's an obvious Kevin pick, Um and I wanted to di- I wanted to divert from that. Pick. <laughs> I'm gonna stay committed to it um, because it's just like everything I have in mind about this movie. It's just like, it would be nothing would yeah. be more fitting than for than for my number one to be involved in it. So we're gonna go with Taylor Swift for my soundtrack. Yeah, the perfect road trip. Who, who also? I, I'd be interested. In who else you were thinking about? Um, I was thinking, well, one of them would have been Renee Rapp, but she's starring in the movie, so I yeah, didn't want to pick her. Yeah, that's, a little, that's a little she's, cheating, you know. She's both, she's both an actor and a musician, and her music yeah. is also very good. Um, and then the other one uh, would be Olivia Rodrigo, I feel like. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I thought about I thought about putting Charlie XCX in my Ancient Greece oh, movie. Charlie, but that, but I was like, you know what, maybe that might be a little too much. Uh <laughs> But... Yeah, no, I could see that. Okay, so here's our final picks for our movie, romance movie draft slash building a romance movie. Um, so we'll do we'll do mine first. My leads are Hunter Schaefer and Renee Rapp. My supporting actors are Maude Apatow, Riz Ahmed, and Paul Meskel. My director is Greta Gerwig. The setting is a road trip movie. My trope is friends to lovers. And my soundtrack is made by Taylor Swift. And Owen's movie, the leads are Al Fanning and Will Poulter. The supporting actors are Rachel Weisch, Wyatt Russell, and Michael Fassbender. The director is Paul Thomas Anderson. The setting is ancient Greece. The trope is forbidden love, and the soundtrack is made by Elliot Smith. I feel like we both built very interesting movies. Wait, oh, so yeah. I I like how mine came. Out. Do you do you have any any bit of a vision, or do you just have your picks? Because I feel like I have like a I have a very like distinct, not like very distinct, but just like. Well, yeah, I, no, just tell me what you were kind of thinking there. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking, like I said, obviously with the trope, it would be it would be Renee Rapp and Hunter Schaefer like start off as friends, commit to a, a road trip together, and then over the course of this road trip would uh, would fall in love as the road trip goes on. And I was thinking that the supporting characters would be like people that they run into on the road trip and i envisioned that paul mescal and riz ahmed would be a couple that they meet on the road trip okay um and then maude apatow would also be in a couple with somebody i'd imagine except yeah we were only picking three actors so i didn't <laughs> i didn't get yeah to yeah yeah so it's like it's it's kind of weird because you have the three 
because I was I definitely was thinking like this is very much like Romeo and Juliet in like ancient Greece and there's like there's like uh I think Michael Fassbender is the perfect like like mm-hmm. head like he's like the kind of not the king but he's like the big royalty guy and he mm-hmm. uh you could have like Ellie Fanning be his like sis, uh his his daughter and then Wolf Poulter is like you know some bum uh and then like why why russell is like his friend and then rachel weiss is uh probably like i would say probably michael fassbender's wife um and yeah it's just like it's like this big like greek epic kind of thing going on yeah i see they probably like all die at the end or something (laughs) i kind of of envision that that you would do something i i envision that that's what your trope would be because i know that you like romeo and juliet yeah, and I was like, I was like, you're not a romance person, but you're like, <laughs> yeah, so like, it's the trope you're gonna go with. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other one I had in mind because it's definitely like my favorite kind of is um, I was I I love a good like I've said this to you before already, but I love a good like uh like a meet cute, and I um yeah. I just I just didn't think it would make sense within the context of a road trip movie. Obviously, it could like there could be like a little meet cute that's yeah. I mean, you could it could be kind of like a bones and all kind of meet cute where it's like yeah, uh, I'm on a road trip and then I meet it's, you and then we like it's funny because I had Luca Guadagnino. <laughs> yeah, no, I did think of I did think of Luca as well because yeah. it was kind of like yeah, I like I, uh, yeah. I had a whole list. I had Greta, I had Luca, I had John, like I mentioned. I thought possibly Mike Mills, but I think his, like, I think Mike Mills is, like, of course, like I said, like, he's a bit too, his movies are a bit too, like, real, dramatic, and human, and I want this to be more, like, rom-com vibes, like, kind of, like, fun vibes. Um, And then the other ones I had were uh, Catherine Hardwick, the Twilight Yeah, shout out, Red Riding Hood. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, Gina Prince-Bythewood, who she made um, this year, this past year, she made The Woman King, but she's also made uh, a couple of romantic movies that I really like, like uh, Love and Basketball and Beyond the Lights. Um, But yeah, I had a whole list of directors. Yeah, no, I kind of, I I built my movie and then I was kind of just thinking, and I think for me, it was like PTA kind of slid like perfectly. PTA kind of fit perfectly because um, PTA has worked on larger scale stuff, but he's also like, like Licorice Pizza came out last year, um, has like this kind of like vibe of just people having fun and like this, like, I don't know, because I kind of wanted to feel grounded in this big world that it kind of built. I also thought about, uh, it's funny that I, uh, with Paul Thomas Anderson, I also thought of paul ws anderson uh, because i it's uh, he made a pompeii which is kind of like this it's very much forbidden love like the world's ending kind of thing which i really like but i just think um paul thomas anderson would be just a better pick there yeah pretty like distinct visions yeah interested to see what other people think um what other people who are listening or see our lists think is is the better uh the better choice <laughs> yeah. yeah these are two distinct it, no, it's so different movies. it's like girl, it's opposite just off, yeah. um just all vibes like it just depends with what yeah. kind of you'd rather see um Shut up the vibes but yeah, that's uh, that's gonna wrap up our little Valentine's Day romantic Special. episode. 
It's yeah, a um, it's, a, it's a Douglas yeah. special. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, let us know what you thought about the new Magic Mike movie, or really any of the Magic Mike movies. Let us know which romantic movies you think have the best chemistry, and of course, let us know which one of, of our course. is is better because that's definitely what we're most. That's interested all in. that matters. Yeah, we Comment need to. We down need below. Also, make this podcast the most viewed episode yet so Doug looks like an idiot. That would be hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, join us next week, episode nine. We're going to be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, <laughs> um, the new Marvel movie. Let's but, go! Yeah, we're super excited to watch the new Marvel movie. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see everyone next week.